The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Join us for part two of this three-part series of a small D&D group playing an adventure. We also put together a video on our YouTube channel for this series. As a 360 video, it can help immerse you in the RPG experience. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com on iTunes. Definitely find us on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Find us and friend us on Facebook. Uh, some of us are on Facebook, but Kurt isn't, although he is. And we, we, <laughs> can be fi- you. we can be found on Twitter and Stitcher. You can find us through Google or Bing or all over the place. For now, we're going to go around the table and say hi, starting with... JJ here. I'll be playing the uh, the DM, the story master, the, the ender of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I am Kurt. I am nice. playing Ariane, who is a sorceress. She's a bit of a charlatan. She knows uh, she has a way with people. And I am Joe. I'm playing Johnny, who is a rogue in this D&D 5th edition game. Uh, just to give you a little bit of framework, we are playing this as three people playing D&D. We're playing 5th edition D&D with uh, an adventure adapted from an earlier campaign. And we are playing this as a fun side game, as, you, as it were, uh, several episode special. And uh, we're going to talk about what we did in our last session. By we, I mean Kurt is going to talk about what we did in our last session, giving us a recap. Right. So brief recap. Uh, Ariane and Johnny are old friends from the town of Saragast. Uh, they have been sent out as messengers because they are particularly hardy and skilled compared to others uh, to warn a neighboring village or hamlet named Chucksmere that uh, great armies are coming to destroy and slay them and that, they, that all of the residents of Chalksmere need to come to Saragast so that they'll be protected. Uh, after a relatively uneventful horse ride, day's horse ride to Chalksmere, uh, Johnny noticed some kind of strange shadow-like creature uh, outside of the gate, the barricaded gate to town. Uh, the two of them were very wary but did not attack it and ultimately had no major encounter with uh, what Ariane believes is some type of invisible stalker. But upon entering the town, they found it uh, essentially deserted, with no people on the streets, uh, nothing to be seen other than one imposing seven-foot-tall simpleton named Wem, who appeared to That's be a word I kept forgetting, simpleton. simpleton. Thank you. Damn it. Uh, I, I, that was in my head the entire last session. I couldn't remember that damn word. Thank you, Kurt. Well, the uh, uh, Ariane in particular tried to charm, charm Wem and learn what she could learn, uh, and really just learned that he was guarding a town hall full of pigs, and eventually through a fairly painful conversation with the three the three uh, of us uh, we learned that people had gone into the building and uh, turned into pigs and that in the morning they come out again as humans uh, but that Wem is very scared of someone he calls the deer man uh, who we suspect may be the invisible stalker that we saw outside uh, we waited through the night with him built a fire and then in the morning uh, uh, when the pigs who were now people came out the boars who are now people came out we met with Hanover, who's kind of the headsman of the village, uh, as well as Guardstag, who is their best hunter, uh, and one, perhaps one or two of the other senior members of the town. And we learned a little bit about a hunt on which – well, we learned several things that are important. First, each night one person from the town appears to be killed uh, and 
and bo- human bones have been found on an altar or in a sacrificial spot outside of town where normally sacrifices might be offered to the uh, local nature god, w- Wuhun. Uh, and we also learned that Guardstag had recently killed the largest boar in the town's history uh, and had fed, fed them for weeks uh, and supposedly had killed this boar with a beautiful, perfect shot through the head right on the edge of the forest in what was a perfect hunt. Uh, but Ariane, who is a wonderful reader of people, knows that Gardsag is lying about that and that the hunt did not go down as he explained. And I believe that is where we left it, uh, as Johnny and Ariane are trying to decide uh, what to do going forward. Because our, our goal, remember, is we need to get these people back to Saragast, and they do not believe that they can leave because anytime they leave the uh, city, uh, a perfectly trained arrows to kill at least one of them so we had at the end of the last one ariana shared with johnny that she didn't trust garstag anymore and we were going to try and go out on his hunt with him Mm -hmm. um and see if hanover can get us into that that group right kick it over too yeah and um so uh you know you mentioned you bring it up to hanover that you'd you'd like to join uh garstag on his hunt um garstag has actually already departed from the table in preparation for his hunt and um uh, hanover's like yeah yeah of course you can i don't see why not you know the being able to drag more game back will help feed us um throughout the day yeah i like this idea Right. So um, I'm curious if Garstag's already left. I ask um, Hanover. Um, there's a lot of talk, or there was a lot of talk about this great boar that he found. What is the normal game that he brings back to the city that this was such a, a big find? Um, it wasn't so much that it was a it was a big it was a it was it was the fact that it was, it was a big find. It mm-hmm. was massive. As, I mean, you can see its skin hanging in the uh, in the town hall. Um, like cover half the wall kind of it thing. does yeah. it it's it was a very very large boar okay. um not like albino or anything like you know prized white boar or anything like that okay. um you know just and typically he brings back he'll bring he he's he's a good trapper so uh, you know there's there's hair and um cool. you know squirrels and stuff like that there's Wait, also, there's a hair in my soup yeah, exactly and uh right. you know, deer venison um okay. We used to have sheep, but they've all been slaughtered. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just curious. So if he comes back normally with like a six-pack of squirrels, and one day he comes back with a 400-pound boar, that's a little different. Okay. So he does find some decent game regularly. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's never Wem brought spoke back. very highly of him. Yeah, Wem, Wem worships the ground he walks on. Okay. I mean, Wem loves to hear him tell his tales. Okay. Well, then, if Garsag is already gone uh, to prepare, we should definitely prepare and, and head off with him. All right, so you head Grab to- our minimal stuff from the horses, make sure the horses are watered and fed. Right. Ariane's going to uh, pull her tunic, her shirt back a little bit tighter than usual. She's going to plan on kind of playing up to Garsag's ego. And um, as we have gone through this routine before, I will stay two steps behind right. to make sure that they are able to converse while I can watch... Garstag, now that I have um, heard from Arian that he may not be trusted, okay. or at least his story wasn't entirely believable, I will keep an eye on him, a very perceptive eye on him, if that means anything. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you guys, uh, you guys are directed to where Garstag's uh, abode is, and uh, 
he's getting ready to leave, and he's like, he's like, oh, you guys are more than welcome to stay in town. Well, <clears throat> excuse me as I chew. Um, <laughs> God's sake, I'm just, you know, I'm such a city girl, and I just, I don't get to spend very much time with such a manly outdoorsman like yourself. I would just really, really value the opportunity to see you uh, do what you do so well. Wem spoke so highly of you the other night, I can't imagine that it, it would not be very exciting for me to watch. As a city girl, you should probably stay within the city. Mm, I, I, I really do think that um, I, I would make our afternoon quite enjoyable if you would let us come along with you. I think it would be well worth your time. I can't help but think that although Garstag probably wouldn't see it, that Johnny would be behind her with it, the typical grin yes exactly <laughs> the, the motions the hand motions and that typical grin of watching her at work and she probably knows what's going on but he would make sure to, to um not let garstag see him i'm sure you don't think it's very exciting but i mean anyone who could have killed that boar that you killed has i mean you must be one of the greatest hunters in the entire region oh for sure but you know the <laughs> hunter sure. works alone well could you just make an exception for us today um at what? least show us the local woods. Even if you don't shoot anything, it would be valuable to walk the land with you. And, and me, as a point, yeah. if we are going to help, Hanover has asked us to help, um, if we can, to determine what's going on. And if we're going to help, then um, it would be best for us to be under your protection while we're up. I suppose I could always use the extra hand to drag the game back. I'll try to uh, try to add to um, Arian's flattering of him by adding one step of my own. Mm-hmm. So between the flattery and the common and the um, you know the uh, the common sense approach, uh, he he acquiesces. Um, doesn't look very pleased by it though. And I think I would expect that now, knowing that his story wasn't completely truthful, that. When you're out on the hunt alone, or as you mentioned earlier, JJ, the idea of the fishing, um, if you're out fishing alone, you can have almost caught anything, <laughs> right? And if you're out hunting alone, you could have almost shot anything. Exactly. So right. he, he's going to um, be a little uncomfortable so, having someone along. Right. And so I don't know what uh, your thoughts are, but you know, I, I would just kind of play along with going where he wants to go for a while asking him about, you know, tricks of the trade and how well he knows the land and all these things. But the goal would be to, at some point, get him to show us where he killed this great boar, see if we can learn anything about what actually happened there. Yeah, I would agree to that. But for me, it would be just watching. I want to know every leaf he steps on and every twig and every little inflection of word. I'm I'm going to pay more attention to him than where we're going. Okay, you're going to rely on them to navigate. Yes. You are... He is my focus. Um, okay. I, I want to learn how he hunts if he's that good. And if he's not that good, I want to learn why he's lying. Um, he, is, he is an accomplished uh, outdoorsman. Uh, you know, he's making sure not to step on... It, it, it's kind of like the second nature not to step on the twigs. Um, yeah. You know, he, he, and when and he has to step on something, he steps very softly. Um, okay. And those so are he, he's not a total fraud. fraud. So he, he, he he's something. not... He's just, you know, um, and uh, when you mentioned about where he shot it, he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, I remember every, you know, aspect of it, you know, he's like, he's like, I, I stalked it for, you know, hours, and when it went into the clearing, um, you know, in the grove, uh, he's like, you know, it, it I just, it, 
the trees were perfect that lined up the shot and it was like that right dead center down the alley of the trees and uh he's like i pierced its eye and um it was so large it took wem and two others to drag it back Hmm. um the grove arian have you heard of this grove that he's talking about or perhaps he could show us if he could show us where this happened, it would be... While I'm paying all of my attention to what he is doing and saying, I feel like I only want to communicate through my partner here right. that she should be the one that, um, that, <clears throat> that really keeps the rapport going with right. Garstag because she has recognized where he was fibbing and I did not. So she needs to do that. Um, so this grove, if it was... A grove, like, grove to me speaks to the middle of a forest somewhere. Right. Um, but not perhaps, but perhaps, Arian, if there's a grove towards the edge of the woods, maybe he could show us where that is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean are we we're able to talk to ourselves a little bit? Well, I'm that, uh, for me, that? I'm saying it, it, trying to say it in character the way I would say it if he were standing right there. Because right. I don't want to lose sight of him. Right. Um, and uh, when you mentioned the, the the grove on the edge of the forest, like he's uh, he, you notice that he gets a little bit more anxious. Um, you know, he's uh, he's like, yeah, um, that that's that's actually a bit of a hike. Um, you know, so it it I, I wasn't planning on going out that far today. He's like, you know, there's there's plenty of game to be found closer to the village. You know, especially with two inexperienced woodsmen like you. I don't wanna I don't wanna go too deep into the woods. You might get lost. And there's like a yeah. hint of a threat in that you might get lost. Yeah. And that was part of why it, I mean uh out of character above table kind of thing. That's part of why I would not want to leave his site. Because I actually am concerned. And the farther <laughs> we go away from the city, I'm watching him. I, again, I'm not paying attention to navigation. Mm-hmm. Um there is a possible uh, say city uh, outside of the hamlet uh, there's a possibility that I might not be able to turn around and walk right back. So um what uh, how do you want to hit that? How do you want to hit that? Well, so my I mean my thinking again a little above the table is, you know, we, We've been hours. We're chatting with him. He's lying to us. We know he's lying to us. I can either try to persuade him to tell us the truth, or I can try to intimidate him with the fact that we know that he's lying and that he's a, likely the cause of something terrible that we need to now remedy. Um, and I'm I'd be inclined to cast friends on him, which would give me advantage on charisma checks, and then try to intimidate him. Is that one that he knows about afterwards? He would know about it afterwards. Yeah. But it wouldn't really matter. If we got the information that we but needed. But you have charm as well, right? I have charm person, but that just kind of makes him friendly, right? It or changes the disposition to friendly, yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm definitely relying. Johnny is relying on Ariane to make him say what we need to hear. Right. Whereas I'm watching what he's doing and how he's doing it. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I could do charm person if that is going to make him more amenable to telling us what we want. But if it's still against his self-interest, would it, would that happen? Um, he can't, yeah. he can't, you can't put him because in harm, right? It, the, the, the charm creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance. So someone who's on his side. So, you know, obviously no harm can come of that. Okay. So I could, we could be buddy buddies and he ends. 
I could say, I know what really happened. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. Exactly. All right, well, let's try that. Can I... Um, is Charm person, person a touch? Um, That's I one that uh, I 30 foot range. Okay. One so, hour duration. Right. I was thinking at this point, you'll probably have no problem touching I was going to say, Considering I don't, yeah. the situation. Exactly. No, I'm definitely... I, I also want to be ready... Um, We've got Johnny and, and uh, Ariane have done this before, and I know what's about to happen. So I have my hand on the uh, hilt of the rapier, mm-hmm. and I'm ready in case something goes wrong because it hasn't always gone right. Right. I mean, back at level one, there were some problems. It's gotten better since, <laughs> right? But we've had issues in the past, and I'm ready. The only thing I'm thinking about is just the fact that Tom Person is, you know, is going to use a spell slot, friends as a cantrip. Give me advantage on a persuade or intimidate roll, which is already I've got already got a good. Is there a reason I wouldn't use friends and try it that way? Uh, because I mean, you, you don't want to you don't want to leave evidence of the magic behind. It's a good point. Charm really just makes him think that you're nicer than you are. Whereas friends is you made me be your friend. Right. What's up with that? Right. All right. I guess I'll go with charm. Uh, do I have to roll for that, or does that just happen? Uh, you cast it. He makes a saving throw. Yes. So what is the DC of my saving throw? Uh, DC for spells that I throw is 15. All right. So I need to roll a 15 or higher on this, because he has no bonus to his wisdom. Ooh. Right, because it's 8 plus charisma plus proficiency, so 15. And it's, you're attacking wisdom, correct? Uh, yes. Save save wisdom it, saving throw. All right, so let's see. Let's see if you charm. 20 on the dice. Yeah, but you're not rolling an attack. It would be nice if you would help. That's his next roll. (laughs) (laughs) He has to roll a save. Yeah, the NPC is rolling a save. save. Gotcha. A nine on the dice. All right. That does not beat the DC, so I'm good. Exactly. All right. So so instantly his disposition is changed to be less defensive. Right. Towards you. I'm wait, curious. Wait, 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 wait. When Charm Person ends, the creature knows it was charmed by you. That's an hour, so you're yeah. good. Okay. The gotcha. um, what I'm curious of from the aesthetics of it, what does it look like when Ariane actually charms somebody? I know <laughs> I've seen it before, but um, remind me what it looks like. Well, it can look a little bit different every time. Yeah. In, in this case, it, it even though it's not a touch spell, it definitely involves Ariane mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, Laughing with him and stroking stro- his ego. Yeah. That's <laughs> exactly right. His ego. Exactly right. She's touching his arm a little bit and giggling. <laughs> and during one of those giggles, while she has her hand on his elbow, nice. a, little, a little twinkly charm. Okay. So, uh, so at this point, he views us. We're buddy buddies, and I guess really, I would just say um, to him that you know, Garstag, I, um, I know, I know you didn't. Uh, I know you didn't kill the boar in the grove like you said you did. I really, but you know, I'd really love to see where, where you where you killed him and how it happened. I, I suppose I could show you that, but I mean, it's it's more than one hour away. It, it's 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 a grove. I, yeah. I, I I did. I told the villagers it was on the edge of the, but I really did kill it in the grove. Well, can we, can we go? It's it's. I th- I yeah, would really yeah. enjoy seeing it. I think I it's mean, important. We can go there. Yeah, sure. 
Uh, Arian, let, let them know there's plenty of sunlight still, mm -hmm. and my feet aren't hurting at all. I think no, it's no, and I just really idea. enjoy spending time with you. So oh. if we're out here all day, that doesn't bother me at all. No, you're, you're definitely a, uh, a sight for sore eyes around here, around these parts. And riding horses, it just it makes me so frisky. Where, where exactly are you from? <laughs> I mean, you're quite exotic looking. Ah, well, you know, a little bit of here, a little bit of there. Okay. <laughs> half elf, half what? <laughs> that's the part we didn't establish we assume it's human right yeah <laughs> what, 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 why can't be half elf half dragon right? exactly that's right that's right i do speak draconic there you go that would be exotic um so does he start leading us towards where the grove is yeah he he, he changes course um quite dramatically uh and um you guys start heading deeper into the forest uh like the and you know, again, like like I said in the last episode, the the sounds of nature here mm. are noticeably louder than typical when you're traversing the wilderness. So knowing a little bit about now that he wasn't uh, completely truthful about how he took down this boar, that Wuhun is involved in some way, would it be safe to assume that nature's pissed off? Um, this, and, this and, does seem to be something to do with nature for sure. And as the sound louder, and, and this is just me thinking in my character said, is the sound louder because we're approaching the place where the, the bad act occurred? Uh, it feel like that the sounds getting louder as we're approaching. It, it, it feels like the, the, just the, the wilderness in this area is yeah. enhanced in some way. Not that yeah. it's centralized that the entire area is enhanced and and i'm going to still communicate via proxy the whole time and, right. um that the, the noise of the wilderness is getting louder again maybe um maybe your new friend knows something about this and i say it right in front of him but knowing that she's got his ear and i don't yeah i'm talking right. to her right 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 Garstag, there's, there's a lot of activity here what's what do you think is happening Oh, um, I, I think it's just uh, the breed uh, mating season, you know, mating season. Best I can guess, anyways. Lots of insects going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, while we're out here, do you know Wem? When we were talking with Wem, he kept talking about a, the deer man. Do you know who the deer man is? I have no idea what that. It's simpleton. He tells stories. He try, he's trying to one up me. I think. <laughs> I like that idea. That's kind of funny. You've never seen a man with antlers? No. It's, it's absurd. Well, Ariane, you know, they know, they, they said they came, he comes around at night. And if over the last couple of weeks at night, some people, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod, have become, become pigs, they might not know about the deer man. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's uh, but Wem definitely sees him every night. It's kind of a shadowy figure with antlers and scary, scary. I mean, I, I can say that since Wem's been guarding the us at night, uh, no one else has disappeared. So, whatever he's doing, he is doing it well. You should see it when he waves his arms. Oh, it's yeah. pretty spooky. He's a large man. Well, we should push onto the grove. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Did, did you guys have uh, some means of uh, providing an offering? Gosh. 
you know, let me, uh, if you're looking for a role, let me try this one out because I'll fail miserably. But um, what is it that I think could be an offering? And what is it that I might have or find before we get there? Um, typically with the gods, whatever you find to be valuable. Okay. Um, so if you collect pine cones and this is your prized pine cone, that's a perfectly fine offering. If you now, prize gold, well... Gold. I'm thinking nature, and I'm thinking not only something that's ni- that's valuable to me, but something that I could also replace. So in a way, I'm kind of being skeezy about it, but I have carried a sling with me for years. And this sling is made out of a very high-quality leather, and I've always been happy with it. And it's my, my go-to weapon when something pointy isn't good. Okay. Um, I, I would be willing... Because and again, it's skeezy, but knowing I could replace it, I would be willing to sacrifice something. Yeah, but it, it is it is your yeah. you know it's, it's a comforting. Thing. I know it's not irreplaceable by any stretch, but it's also I mean I've even engraved my initials towards one end of the leather. And okay, it's kind of um, neat. And uh, so I would be prepared to use that. Okay, and as you guys are going, you notice uh, Garstak. He kind of pauses a second and he's scanning the ground. And um, he kind of puts his hand out to stop um, Ariane from going any further. He goes, that's owlbear scat. Oh, <laughs> does an owlbear poop in the woods? Does an owlbear poop in the woods? And he's like looking for the tracks like, okay, which, which, which way did it go? Um, um, Arian, I've heard of owl bears, but mm. maybe your new friend knows more about them. What is? Oh, they're they're, they're particularly vicious. Uh, they they if you if they're very territorial. If we're in this territory, I, di- I didn't realize I didn't realize they moved into this area. Um, um. Now, just as a game note, I'm curious: what does an owl bear track look like? Does it look like a barefoot with talons? Yes, uh, it that's is. That's pretty damn cool. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does look like a barefoot, um, and its front paws are much larger taloned than its back paws. Mm. So we are using the owl bear from the monster manual. From the monster manual. What page is that? That is page two forty nine. Okay. Just because I like to reference those for people who have them and might want to look it up. Well, and Ariane, not being a nature girl, is uh, instantly nervous, and uh, her hand tightens on her quarterstaff. Uh, we're still horseback, yeah, but I've got it, you know, aside. Are we uh, on horse? I didn't know that we were. Uh, no, you're not. Okay, you're not, you're not on horse. I, did, no. I didn't think. We no, were. You, you said you were going to make sure that horses were fed. I think yes, he just assumed. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to make sure because last night we left our horses tied to a tree outside of town. And uh, this morning, I want to make sure they were brought into whatever stable accommodations gotcha. they have. That's gotcha. all. Um, and she's going to start looking around quickly and um, making sure there's not an owl bear behind her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, when that happens, roll initiative. No, um, <laughs> That's so funny. You never look to see what's behind you until you know something's around. Yes. Yeah. I uh, love those moments. Y- you hear the sound of uh, trilling. Trilling? Trilling. Um, you know, that... Like but it's an like owl it's it's or a bear kind of but it's more guttural guttural trilling uh, um like a songbird or like an owl bear <laughs> huh like a songbird or like an owl like bear? like an owl bear <laughs> and um <laughs> like a, you know only because i want to roll a die i want to see nature 10 probably 
What I, I recognize is mean, not a normal thing. That's, that's, that's definitely not a bird you've heard before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is not a songbird. Well, Garstag, what should we do? Um, I think we should make haste back to the village. Back to the village? Yeah. You don't want to bring an owl, owl bear pelt back? A manly Ooh. man like you? Uh, I mean, um, um, yeah, I, I, that, that, that'd, be, that, that'd be good, but he's like, uh, I mean, they're, they're vicious. Don't you think the three of us could take one down? And uh, uh, knowing uh, that yeah. he knows that you guys aren't <laughs> hunters, no, yeah. no, we cannot do that. Um, and uh, well, uh, you know, at that point with that conversation, I would take, I uh, would unsheath my rapier and show him, look, I can take down something that breathes. If you show us where it is, I'll make sure it comes. The pelt comes back with us. You're going to get close to it. Why not? You can stay afar, and I will bury this into its neck. You are either a fool mm-hmm. or a damn good fighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is the first well, point since we left that I've talked directly to him. Right. And at this point, right, I would uh, just use my little prestidigitation and just make a little flame, a cone of fire in my hand and say, <laughs> I think I can help too. You're much more than you let on to be. That, that is yeah. true. She's not just a pretty bag of mostly water. Um. Okay. Uh. I guess. I guess we're hunting out bear today. Yes. Show, show us how to find it, and well, we'll make sure that you we have it scattered. We know it's nearby. We heard it trilling. Um. <laughs> next thing is to roll initiative. Yeah. The next <laughs> thing is to roll initiative. <laughs> um. Otherwise known as you guys found it. Um, yeah. You will be able to get the drop on it because it is yeah. it is currently ripping apart a lamb. Oh, neat! A sacrificial one, I'm sure. Um, the one from the village. It's the it's the it's the oh, one that's been killing the lambs. Ah, yep. I've got a total Poor of fifteen. Lamb. I have, let's say, ten. Joe, I got it, Kurt. Okay, I, I'll do initiative. You got okay. a bunch of stuff to keep. Track. <laughs> he rolled a twenty on the die, <laughs> so. And that's for Garstag, right? That's for the Garstag. <laughs> Garstag is uh he's he is going to be petrified. For um us. do you have uh dexterity for the owl bear? Uh 23. Okay. So we got 23 and you ended up with 15. 15. And then I Johnny has 10. So 23 15 10 is what we've got. As far as Garstag if you want him to shoot an arrow, eventually you he, just he, 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 kick he, in where he you He may like. make an opportunity attack. Okay. Um, all right. So, so it starts with the owlbear. Uh, you oh, guys do have the surprise round, so, so you you're going to let us take one, one action first. Okay. Um, so I would presume then Garstag points out where we yeah. need to go. And uh, he sees it, like, facing away from you. Okay. And he just points and craps himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sure where we are on the timeline, but um, I would still have my mage armor going. Yes. Okay. Cool. I'm assuming you always have that on unless, yeah. I mean, you've used one spell slot for that, one spell slot for charm. Right. All right. All right. So, so we have Arianna's a surprise round, so Arian gets to go first. So uh, she is going to start with a firebolt. Firebolt. Cantrip. All right. Uh, 1d10 if I hit. I rolled a 15 plus 4. 
That is more than enough. Nice. That's right. It's just that plus charisma. Yep. Okay. Uh, and so then I get to roll the well, one. Well, that plus charisma plus and proficiency. proficiency. Right. So yeah. it's actually even better. Uh, I haven't played 5e in a while. I got to get my brain back around it. So this is going to be a 1d10 damage on a hit, which is right there, I think. Yep. Oh, I only rolled a 2. That's uh, a cantrip, though, right? It's a cantrip. Yeah. But. So it's, it's essentially, that's your dagger, your magic dagger. You can use it whenever you want. Yep. Yep. That's a great thing, in my opinion, about 5e cantrips. They actually have ones that do damage now. Yep. That's Ross. your weapon. Mm-hmm. All right. I like it. Uh, Johnny will start before going in with the rapier with the first uh, a shot from his hand crossbow. One shot before okay. going in. And although he is not a melee character, when it's this group of two, he has to be. Yeah. Right. Uh, so we'll start with that. And this is plus six. Ooh, two plus six. Uh, well, do the- we have any advantage? Uh, yeah, it is unaware. So yeah. So let me t- let me uh, actually I'll leave that two there and I'll roll this one along with it, which is a three. <laughs> <laughs> so the shot does go wide. <laughs> it does go wide, just a bit outside. And uh, you, you didn't you, sleep you, well last night. Right? I did. You hear um, you hear Karstek. Are you sure? <laughs> it was. It was. Shut up. <laughs> and. Uh, the the owlbear when it then feels the rapier the, comes out and I start approaching it when the owlbear feels the uh, the singe on it on its back it turns and it's no longer trilling it's roaring nice and um it it's going to meet your approach okay uh halfway there and uh it has multi attack oh uh, then I didn't approach yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so see how it goes. It has uh, a beak and then a claw. All right. So we're going to go with beak first. That's a nine to hit. No. That will miss. Um, claws. Look at me. You dodge. Heck yeah. Decently. I'm all, I'm all like jumpy movie. Claws, however, is a 23 to hit. I'm going to parkour right up until <laughs> that one hits me, and that does hit, yes. Um. And so it, it rakes his claws down across your, like it, it lunged out and, it, you know, like owls have those uh, really serpentine necks almost. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. They can even flip them all the way around. Yeah, so it like, it lunged out and uh, it was really just a feint to make you dodge right into its oncoming claw. And that I did. And um, the claws don't actually hit. It's all bludgeoning from the paw that hits you. Um, and it does 14 damage. Oh, gosh. That's a bunch. As uh, it 14. just nails your shoulder. Okay. That's not so good. Um, that hurt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ariane. My turn again? Yeah. All right. We're going to uh, try Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost. Stick with oh, the no. cantrips. I rolled a two. <laughs> Stop that. Two plus six is eight. Don't do that that's, anymore. That's not enough. That is not enough. I'm glad I didn't um, waste a spell slot on that one. <laughs> and uh, Garstag is going to uh, pull his bow. Really? Yeah. Nice. Good. Um, Thanks for starting off with he's, us, he's 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 concerned that you two yeah. aren't going to be enough. Not a good start. Uh, he rolled a 15 on the dice, and mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's probably going to be enough to hit. Yeah. Check with the DM. I know, right? Talk to that guy. Uh, D8 plus 3. Let's do it. All right. So eight, 8 damage. All right. Uh, he, he plunks it in the shoulder, and it just kind of shrugs it off for the most part. Okay. Um, although it's not an easy thing to do, I'm sure, in the area we are in, especially with two range guys and me up in melee, um, 
I'm going to seek however possible to get advantage on this thing, assuming it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to let me know if there's any way I can do that. Um, Garstike actually walked around and flanked you a little bit, okay. so it spun to face him. Okay, because, well, as you know, with sneak attack, if I have advantage, I can do more damage. Yes. And that's something I'm always looking to do. And normally it's not against a big bear that has an owl's head. Yeah, right. Which is damn scary to me. Um, all right, let's see what happens here with the rapier. Well, 7 plus 6 is 13. That is its armor class. 13 oh, is the I rolled armor a 3 class. and a 7. So now uh, you know advantage. your minimum... <laughs> That's scary. Okay, so I got a, a D8 and 2D6, which I have here. And I will add 4 to this, so that is 8, 9, 10, 14. Very nicely done. 14 damage. So the rapier, the um, the palm that got me, um, I'm able to spin around and lunge the rapier right through that palm. And uh, it, it, it yanks its paw back immediately and... Uh, you know, slams it on the ground, and it does that creepy head turn to look uh, at you. Well, it's, it's a, still facing the opposite way, but it's it's turned again. So yeah, it's probably not going to be happy with what I just done. All right, who's next? It, awesome. it is All right. So uh, bite claw. Hmm. Not looking forward to this. Um. Uh, seven plus seven is fourteen. That will miss. And then the claw. I probably have seventeen. That. Uh, that hits. I probably have the highest armor class, too, so it makes sense that I'm up there. Um, Heck, we're here to deliver a message. I'm not necessarily... <laughs> Would you like me to roll the damage or just do the default damage? Um, heck, let's roll it. Let's see how it works right. out. Take the, take the default. Nine. <laughs> and five is 14. That's the default oh, damage. That hurts. <laughs> and, um, Uh-oh. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't good for Johnny. No, it, not, not yet. Not so far, no. Down to nine out of 37. All right, it's time for Ariane to do some damage. She's going to cast uh, Ray of Sickness as a second-level spell for extra damage. Okay. And she's going to use her wild... She doesn't want Johnny to die over here. Well, that's a good point. She's yeah. going to use her wild surge. So you're going to generate advantage for yourself. Get advantage on the roll. All right. Uh, cool. So go ahead and roll that first. Uh, what does uh, Ray of Sickness do? Ray of Sickness at first level would be 2d8 poison damage. It'll be 3d8 poison damage at second level. And the target has to make a con saving throw, and if it fails, it's poisoned until the end of my next turn. Okay. And uh, Johnny will take a moment. Oh, wow. I'm glad I went for advantage because I have a one-on-one die. Johnny will take a moment to tell Garstag, keep shooting that bow. Right. So uh, 21, 23 on the better roll. It does hit. So that hits. So it's going to be 3d8 poison damage and then a chance to continue. Um, Two. Two. And seven, so nine, eleven, eleven poison damage this turn. Now, were you going to uh, using your sorcery points to empower this or twin it? Ah, that's a good point. Heck yeah! I don't need to twin it because that would be another target, right? Where you can f- you can apply to the same target. Oh. We're in a fight for my life. Or I could empower it to reroll those two twos. Uh, I think I will do that because I have four sorcery points, so I will use one to empower it. And actually, I can do both. Let's do that and twin it. So I'm going to reroll. The I don't two. think you can do both. I think you can only do one. You, um, uh, generally, you can only do one, but on the twinning, it, or one of them, it says you can do it with another one. Because I, ch- yeah, go for uh, it. You can use empowered spell even if you've already used a different meta magic option during the casting of the spell. Okay. So nice. I twinned it, and then I. So I'm going to reroll the two twos. All right. You want to use different dice? <laughs> I, uh, I gave you some different ones well, just for the, case. I can keep the seven. Yeah. 
Actually, let me just check this. Empowered spell. I spend one sorcery point to reroll a number of the damage dice up to my charisma modifier, which is four. So okay. I, I'm going to keep the seven and reroll the two others. And I have to use these. Okay. So as long as I beat four total. Which and I roll a three <laughs> and a one. A one nice. There we right. go. So the empowering did nothing. But I do get to twin it. Um, if it targets only one creature, and doesn't have, I can spend a sorcery number equal to spells level to target a second creature in range with the same spell. Oh, okay, so maybe not. Yeah, I don't think I can do that. All right, so... So we- I just used the one sorcery point, got no effect from it, but I got the the surge. And now you get to roll on the magic get, table. Exactly, now I get to roll on the Yay. 100... So D100 uh, magic table. D100 magic table, right here. There it is, all right. So for those at home, wild magic uh, sometimes has an effect that can come back to bite you. Uh, you can't totally control what you're doing. And in this case, I rolled a 24, which means that my <laughs> my skin turns a vibrant shade of blue. <laughs> Rem- a remove curse spell can end this effect. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I right, turned so, into a Navi. Oh, uh, it's hard what to be attractive the, while blue. What is the DC to save against the uh, sickness? Uh, so it's a con throw. Is that just against my spell DC generally? Yep. 15. 15? All right, it does not save against your sickness. So what does the sickness do? Okay, so it is you are poisoned until the um, end of my next turn, and in 5E, poisoning. I, ha- I had it already marked. I-, I have this thing on here. Okay, perfect. Um, whereas poisoned will be on page 291. It has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. That's a good nice. thing. Yes. Except for one more go of us. Yeah, good. Nice. I might live another round. Yeah, that, that definitely makes yeah. it a little bit easier for it to miss you. I normally would not bust all my nut there on an owl bear, but I'm afraid <laughs> with Johnny at nine hit points. Yeah, there. yeah, I definitely am, would look the worse for wear. Okay, so. Um, it, he is quite battered. Yeah, yeah, a third, uh, less than a third of my total hit points. I use raves. Um, and is that the end of what Arian is doing? Uh, I think that is the end of what, what is I that? Can what do. does your sickness thing look like? Is it like you're puking at them, or yeah, that that is exactly right? It's basically like a spray of green that comes mm. out of my hands. It's like so, a sickening bile. Like an exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, 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 you've cast it before, but you're like, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's sweet about it? It's it's a necromantic spell, so. Uh, yeah. um, She's got a little bit of a dark side. <laughs> nice. There is, so. um, all right, that rapier is going to swing back around again at the owl bear, and a 20, 20 will yeah, hit. Yeah, that will hit. Okay. Uh, and I have the same thing again, uh, D8, and yeah. where did my other six end up? Oh, it's under there. Okay. Let's do that. And that is uh, 11 and 4 is 15. Damage. And you know what I keep forgetting? I can... Um, I have cunning action. Okay. I can disengage from this thing, right? Yeah, you can. Um, that's under my special abilities, and I can... Well, it's not cunning action for me. It's something different. Fast hands. All right? No, cunning action... You can, you can, you can use fast hands in place of cunning action. Okay. So I don't have cunning actions on this sheet. I'm not seeing it. Okay. Oh, there it is. Uh, my mistake. Um, I can move and act quickly. I can take a bonus action. Um, it can be used to dash, disengage, or hide. Um, I would attempt to disengage and see if this thing will turn around and go after Garstag. Okay. Because uh, I figure he can take at least one hit. 
whereas I can't. Fair enough. <laughs> well, and in the future, if you use that for hide, then with hide, you can yeah. get your sneak attack damage, right? Yeah. I, um, it is going to, since you have dealt the most damage to it, uh, it, it will attempt to pursue you. Okay, I'm going to um, point at Garstag while I disengage. <laughs> uh, Garstag, though, is uh, going to take another pot shot at it. All right. See how that goes. He does hit. Nice. He's not an all bad hunter. No, especially and, since uh, he's not getting swung at. It's a big target. Is it, he, does he, it go he, through its eye? It does. Like it goes through its eye. Uh, it, he's going to have and, another uh, fish tail. He, 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 you know, kind of stretches and flexes at the same time. <laughs> Son of a bitch. How much damage did I do and you did five and killed it? <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, Kill Gar- Garstag, kind of like, uh, what was his name? Gaston from Be- yeah. the Beauty and the Beast. So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh, he's like, he's like, I've never had Albert before. I wonder if it's, it's meat. I mean, wait, so you poisoned it with that. Whatever that was, is it is his meat spoiled? Did you ruin our dinner? <laughs> well, I didn't want it to ruin Johnny, so I don't uh, know. We can try. That's a temporary magical effect, though. Yeah, right? I think that so. wears off. Yeah. Okay. It's just energy. So let's let's drag this back to village. Um, oh, what well, are the chances? The what are the chances that any of us had been carrying a healing potion? Uh, pretty well. You guys were, yeah. were well stocked, so you each had two healing potions. Ah. <clears throat> uh, now, first, I guess I could use a uh, hit die. Yeah. Because I have four of them. So, so you got to go take a short rest I mean, here? Yeah. I mean, well, how long is a short rest going An to hour. Be? Yeah. So I wouldn't want to take a short rest now, then, because we have daylight wasting. We need to go see the grove. Healing potion is what? 2d4 plus 1? Three. What is it? Yeah, 2d4 plus 1. Depending on which you level of healing potion it is. So. Let's see what we end up with here. That's uh, eight. Eight is a good thing. Eight's a good one. Um, eight. Removes a two-thirds of a that, hit. Yeah, that leaves me down by 20. <laughs> um, I, I guess let's take an, uh, another one, and that's uh, same. Th- no, that's six. That's seven. 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 So you erased one hit. Yeah. So that puts me at 24 out of 37. I yeah. should not die by one hit. I am not in great shape, but that's a good start. You're still ahead of me because I only have 20 at my max. Yeah. So. Okay. So uh, take a couple of healing potions. And um, uh, it's a thing I do. I keep the little vials that we use healing potions for mm-hmm. as the trophies that are in my room back at the, the, oh, nice. the, the place that we it's stay. It's kind of like uh, what and people do with the alcohol. Yeah. And, you know, like <laughs> some people put that shelf maybe or over the mantelpiece with like the uh, ship in a bottle and stuff like that. I have about 50 little vials lined up over my um, fireplace. Uh, so I, I grab those two things and I, I put them in a pack. And um, although I, I've still got that stereotypical drop of blood coming down from the corner of my lip, um, I'm ready to go. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, Garstag, he goes out and he pulls that arrow out. At, you know, at the back of the Albert's head, and he uh, kisses, kisses the fletching. <laughs> and uh, I'm standing behind him, doing all I can to resist putting my rapier in his neck. <laughs> and uh, he, you know, he puts it back in. And he goes, "Yeah, see that that, that arrow there? That's that the one's one? never failed me. Uh, Always a killing blow." <clears throat> um, I, I will take a moment to pull Ariane aside and say, "He's riding a high right now. It might be a good idea to ask him any more questions that you've had a hard time getting answers for." 
while you flip through your players' handbook. Well, we need to um, we need to see where this boar mm-hmm. where the boar died and find out what actually happened. Yeah, and say you know I think my tax when we get there would be that you know obviously he's proved that he's a great shot and can kill great beasts, but. Uh, not the only thing I'm a great shot at. Have you ever <laughs> had sex in the woods, baby? <laughs> it's Power fucking intense. <laughs> I don't like to do that while Johnny can watch. <laughs> intense. Yes. You got it. You oh, got the joke. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slow. Yeah. Like Wem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do like tense. <laughs> um, Tense. But I would peaks. want to, you know, I can play up on the fact that, you know, obviously you, you are a great hunter and a great shot and you've killed a mighty owl bear, but that, you know, that we know that something else had to have happened with this boar and that it's really important that we understand what truly happened so that we can help save the town and get everyone back to Saragas where you'll be safe. Because there's a much greater evil coming than even what you're dealing with now. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I really want to take this owl bear back to mm-hmm. town. I know you. So I, I would like to roll persuasion here, or do something be, I mean, to try to convince okay. him that, like, this is the time, like that, um, w- that we don't doubt that you are a great hunter, but something, something else happened that day that we have to know about. So, I'm, I'm going to use my most persuasive looks and touches and charms to see what <laughs> I can get here. And Kurt can be very persuasive. Oh, come on, baby. Twenty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very <Plus> nice. Twenty-six. <laughs> uh, so he has to clean himself. So you 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 stroke his ego a little bit. You stroke and, some other stuff, yeah. and it's um, intense. I'm aggressively stroking right now. Right. <laughs> um, he he's still very apprehensive, but that hey, you're you're incredibly persuasive. So he will take you toward the grove. Um, and uh, it takes a little a little bit while longer, um, maybe about an hour or two, and it's it's in the center of it. It's it turns almost swampy. Uh, the grove, mm-hmm. it's a, it's almost like a little swamp in the center, and uh, in the very center of it is this tree. Huh. And um, you can see. Uh, there is uh, blood stains on the uh, on the ground nearby, and uh, there are piles. There's five piles of human bones, um, you know, kind of cairn-like, mm-hmm. uh, scattered around. Uh, and uh, this is the the shrine to Wahoon. This is the shrine to Wahoon, and is this where he killed the boar? Uh, it that's. What you're led to believe, yes. He hasn't come out right outside, but you told him to take him to the grove, and he's brought you here, and... Um, right, so he... So presumably, Garstag has killed the boar in the sacred grove of Wolfman. I've been keeping an eye on him the whole time. Is he becoming, like, more nervous, more anxious? Oh, yes, he does he not want to be here. Okay. It is, it is his least desire to be here. The only reason he's here is for the possible chance of Poonanny. <laughs> And you rolled a 20. Exactly. <laughs> it's one of those natural you know, successes. It's hard to get past that base nature. Yeah. <laughs> I may have to put out later just to, you know, just to ease <laughs> just the for, pain of what he's going to go through. That poor uh, guy. Well, so we, and so we know and recognize this as, as a shrine to Wahoon. Um, 
Is it worth doing some type of religion check to see if there's anything more Actually, about the place? Actually, we have flavor text for this place. Ooh, uh, let's do it. In the clearing before you is a gigantic oak tree, which has been shaped somehow so that the trunk has a human-like face in it. The face is hideous, with a wide-open mouth and hollow eyes. The lower part of the mouth is full of black water. The branches of the tree have old, faded ribbons tied to them, as if, some, for, as if from some festival long ago. The place is obviously sacred to something. There are five piles of bones set at the base of the tree. The bones are picked clean. Each pile has a skull on top. The skull of a human being. That's bad. Um, it actually made me think the picture you have in there, or the drawing you have in there, made me think of the um, the apple trees in the haunted forest of the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. They have the face, and they were creepy. Um mm-hmm. But they are now still trying to work through Arian here. Um, maybe Garstag knows if these are the people that are missing. Mm-hmm. We yeah. need to uh, get more information from him. I mean that that's 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 my best guess is that these are the people. Um, and at this point, like he's he's overcome with emo- he's like he's like i didn't i didn't know well I, yeah I, we, did, we didn't say you did know but obviously something is this we've angered angered wahoon or corrupted his grove somehow and we have to figure out what if anything we can do to make this right what do you know about this god he's well i mean like everything in nature everything has to have a balance so the deer man has been taking people. Is that the balance? And where does the balance come in? Is it by 300 pounds of people? Do we need bigger people? What's the deal? That's a good question. Um, I don't, I, I've, I've attempted, I brought game here to try to appease him. Um, but I, I, I think that it's a life for a life. And I think the the other hunter is looking for the right life, and I don't want to give that. That's mine. I think you need to kill him, Arian. <laughs> like there's a small <laughs> amount of hesitation. Well, yeah, <laughs> he could die, but um, yeah, you know more about these things. How do we? F- can we ask? Is there a way to make a ritual and ask what is needed? The Wahoon? Ask Wahoon? Any god. I don't know anything about gods. I, I just steal stuff. <laughs> That's my job. <clears throat> is it worth making a religion check? Is there anything that we could find here that we would know? or is you, you, I mean, like I said. Yeah, um, what you told us. Uh, when we discussed this, playing this world earlier, I did say that gods do play an active role. Mm-hmm. Um and that much is being obvious, you know, here. Uh, you, while you might not particularly worship Wahoon, uh, you do know that the gods do respond to prayer. Uh, typically, any anyone's prayer, even though if you're not a, an actual avid worshiper of them. Okay. So, um, how do we know the right way to pray? I, well, I usually I mean, you, put you a just, coin just, in where the holy yeah, water is. You make an offering and... And it's 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 brackish like 
mosquito infested water. That's that's his holy water. Uh, okay. Um, and you said you're going to give your I sling. Have, yeah. I mean, as far as nature goes, one of the few things I carry with me that came from nature that's special to me is uh, is the sling. I take out the the nice strap of leather. Very worn but well cared for um hold one of the stones that i use as a bullet and and in, in my hand and and kind of swing it around a little bit let it fling off into the woods this is that this has been very special to me i mean i guess to and from nature uh i'm not sure how to do this but i'll kneel down on one knee and and stretch the sling out and set it at the base of the water and say, uh, is this what you want? And then slowly back away. Um, the, it, the eyes kind of uh, shift and follow you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it looks like the shadows kind of move within the, within the sockets, so to speak. That's um, kind of neat. And, uh, your offering is accepted. It's, it's like in your head that no okay. one else gets to hear. Your offering is accepted. It's a lot of stuff in my head that no one else gets to hear. <laughs> this is a new one. Okay, so with this offering, now I'm thinking, and I guess in a way I would probably mutter this out loud because this is almost absent-minded to me, what's going on. This is something I'm not experienced with. Of um, Okay, so now we're trying to save these people. What is it that we need to do to to save them from the wrath or the curse or whatever the thing is that's been brought upon by this guy and kind of like, you know, tilt my head back towards um, Garstag, uh, thinking, thinking it out loud, muttering, but, um, you know, what do we do to fix this? A life was taken by force. It must be given by force. Uh... Okay, uh, so you get to hear half of the conversation, right? <laughs> um, so are you saying I need to kill someone else? Yes. Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, you know, what's his face? And you yeah, kind of is- do that whole nonchalant indicating back towards Garstag. My eye was not upon this grove when the sacrilege happened that is why the entire village has been cursed if this man is the perpetrator of the crime then yes can he just like do 10 Hail Marys or something or does he actually have to die I would also accept him draped in the skin of his prize but alive yes huh all right, give me a moment. <laughs> and I know this is all going on in my head, but like, give me a moment. And, and I want to take Arian aside and say, all right, well, what the heck is going on? I know I'm hearing it all, and you've only heard half of it. Here's the other half. What did, you know, I mean, what do we do? And I'm sure Buhun or whomever the emissary is can hear this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to pretend that they can't. Right. I. I don't so, know why the god would want him draped in the boar skin, but uh, I'm sure he would prefer to come in that regale than to be put down by our hand. Okay. Uh, 
Let's, um, you've still got his ear. Let's ask him if he knows of this type of redemption and how to handle it. Yes, of Garstag, the Wahoon wants either your life or for you to come before him in the skin of the boar that you killed. Do you know why he would want the latter? I mean, he's already put us in the skin of the boar. By we, turning you to pigs? Yeah. And I will not be a pig for the rest of my life. You don't think you could wear the, wear the actual skin that's hanging on the wall back in town? Outside of the game, you're, you guys are pretty sure that the, this wearing the skin means to literally turn this guy into the boar that was killed. Ah. That's kind of what I was thinking, but I wasn't, you know, yeah. I, I wasn't going to play the, the knowledge. Um, so, is it like he, he turns into the, the pig and it is irreversible? That's what? Yes. Um, yes, that Wahoon is, <laughs> Wahoon is telling me, I can see, I can see, do you, ha- you have a dead uncle or something? He's well, over <laughs> your shoulder and, uh, um, yeah, so Wahoon wants him forever bore. Well, and unless we... Appe- forever bore. Yeah. <laughs> Episode title right there. <laughs> unless we, ap- uh, appease Wahoon, he's going to continue, he or the deer man is going to continue to take lives whenever he can. Oh, I need to know this one. Um, I want to ask Wahoon, actually silently this time, is the dear man one of yours? No, it is Hernoon's. Hernoon uh, is attempting to appease my wrath. Oh, the balance thing. Okay, I get it. Um, okay, so if you are appeased with Pigman, then Hernoon goes away. Yes. Okay, got it. And then out loud, relay it quietly to Arian, trying to stay as much as possible out of earshot of Garstag. Uh, Garstag's not in the grove. He refuses to come into the grove. Okay. Um, Because he's afraid of what will happen. I guess. Do we we go talk to Hanover and see if they're willing to let this happen? Because I don't want to force a curse on somebody that I don't even know whether he's a nice guy or not. Yeah, I don't think think? it's our decision to make without at least consulting them. And I think we can consult them next time on our next episode of Adventures from the Shed. All right. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Yes. Bye. Yes, bye. Penis. I was just (laughs) going to say there's been no penises. Joe and JJ bring Ariane and Johnny further in the adventure as they find more information about Garstag and his involvement in the town's problems. Something bad is going on here, and our heroes mean to find out. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.